0: Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T97.3.
1: The Morning Drive on Double T97.3 and Double T97.3.com alongside Jamie Lintz. I'm Choice Woodman with Jeff McGuire across the way. Uh, you can join us. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions, all welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Got plenty to get into. Uh, someone actually spoke. From the Big 12 conference yesterday regarding uh, realignment. We'll give you that quote coming up in a little bit. Jamie, did you see you've got an uh, opportunity to buy or into a uh, new streaming network? Oh, yeah. Something else with a plus. Okay. No, you're all in on this. NFL Plus! Mm-hmm. This is the next one that's coming around. NFL evolving to the. Uh, media strategy to meet the modern fan they are going to provide access to live local national NFL games on mobile devices and live out of market preseason games so okay, there you
2: go. it's going to cost Wait, you $5 per month preseason games I said and there, there's, there's five games they're going to carry during the regular season and preseason games right
1: no i didn't say five i thought you said five regular live local live okay yeah live local and national nfl games on mobile devices basically so i guess they're gonna work into all these new deals with paramount plus peacock prime espn plus that they get to share the the streaming rights
3: i think that's good for fans and i don't think it's uh i don't think that's too overly priced no, nope. right. so I, I think I that, don't know. I say that I think until you just stack
1: up every five dollar a month subscription over sure. and over, sure. you're, you're cutting cords or anything. It's like, oh, I'm still paying the same because everybody's got a Plus Network now. But
3: yeah, uh, if, if that's what you want, I mean, if you're dying to have extra NFL sure. coverage
1: or whatever, then yeah, I agree. Have at it. No, that's it's not terrible. It's just mm-hmm. it seems like app after app or Streaming service after streaming service, it just continues to pile up. Jamie, uh, you came in pretty chipper this morning. Mm-hmm. A little good howdy do. I was a little sad today. gonna tell you. You're sad. I got an email at 4:09 a.m. Why they sent this at 4:09 a.m.? I'm not sure. But uh, I was informed that I won't get to ask off in April this year for the Masters. Like. They told me I got denied.
3: Oh, man, that's a tough deal. Three years in a row on the ticket Mm, application. Well, maybe it's because when you send in your photo, you're wearing camo. But I don't. Yeah.
1: I don't. I even wore a shade of green (laughs) today. I actually had no idea that email was coming until this morning. I'm like, man, that's a terrible thing to wake up to. Tell me I didn't get it. I'm sure uh, others out there got very similar ones today if you uh, apply for those tickets. Anyway, um, realignment continues to roll along. Jamie, there's a a real possibility. I think if we get, and I know I heard uh, Jeff and Hacks talking about this a little bit yesterday, but if, if we get on into football season fall camp territory, Without any announcements or you know reports of teams actually on the move, then this thing may the realignment part of things may just be on the back burner for another year or potentially two years till the the contracts are officially up in 2024 with the uh, the Pac-12. So. Is there a deadline you're looking at and thinking if you don't see something done? So you
3: think uh, there won't be talks during the season? Is that, I think there will be quiet
1: saying? talks, but it'll go much more under the radar. Right now, it's it's the talk of college football, obviously, because there's no college football going on. But the actual official reports for the four Big 12 schools, are the official announcements, I should say. There were reports before. Official announcements for the four new Big 12 schools last year came in during the season, I, re- I believe. It was in September. So mm-hmm. it was early early during the season. So that's still a possibility that something can work out. But I think the shift of, of those athletic directors and those people in the know, it doesn't go away in terms of pursuit of expansion or anything like that. But I think it does. It's not the main focus in college football. So our fans focus will be directed towards actual games and and that sort of thing. So I I just think this will go to a back burner, not
3: go away necessarily. Yeah. I think probably to a back burner is fair, but I definitely think there'll still be a lot of talks going on. So I, I don't know that it, Oh man, that would be kind of interesting in the middle of a college football season. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, middle of the game week where you know Arizona and Arizona State are about to play, and in the middle of that week, it's announced that Arizona and Arizona State are moving to the Big Twelve. You know, in two seasons or whatever be, uh, that very you want to talk about uh, a distraction, <laughs> Yeah. right? Very uh, well. So you would think any announcements would come after the seasons are over, but man. Choice, I don't know at this point. No. So, so I, I definitely think there'll still be conversations being had, but you might be right, but we might not hear anything about uh, decisions that are made.
1: Latest uh, rumors floating around. Colorado did have officially have a Board of Regents meeting last night. Uh, reports that one of the Arizona schools, maybe, and maybe even Utah, are having Board of Regents meetings tonight. But uh, we'll see on that. No news officially, at least yet, has come out of that Board of Regents meeting from Colorado, meaning no like official approved application for the Big 12 or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, though some interesting rumors floating around, this, again, that's, that's what happens with all of this. Uh, one that Washington and Oregon have been holding the Pac-12 hostage. I saw those words last night and thought that was rather interesting. thought, okay, how do those teams hold hostage? And essentially, Washington and Oregon are doing exactly what they thought we would and reportedly wanting bigger shares of the pie. They're saying, mm-hmm. if this Pac-12 is going to happen, we want more money than the rest of you. They're pulling a UT. Wow. They want the, the bigger... Uh, Share of the rights. So then, now, if that is true, Jamie, then this is good news for the Big Twelve, right? Because why would Arizona and Arizona State just give those two, for example, why
3: would they want to hang around in the Pac-12? Yeah, that's that's you're absolutely right. Those other schools are going to say, "No, we're we're not going to be a part of that." Yeah, we're not going to, you know, are are the teams that we're trying to beat and compete with on the recruiting trail. We're not going to allow them to put us at such a major disadvantage. So, yeah, we're out.
1: Yeah, th- this is good news if the Big 12 is wanting to expand. And it definitely seems like the Big Twelves wanting to expand because we get a quote from Mac Rhodes last night, Baylor Athletics Director, and this is from Brett McMurphy, uh, says, if you don't act, you're going to get acted upon. Right now, the Big 12... We're in this process of trying to act rather than the opposite. So We haven't really sit, heard a whole lot of direct quotes or, or anything along those lines. We've heard Brett Yormark allude to it, but this is about as direct as, as it's gotten from anybody from the Big 12 saying, we're pushing for expansion. Yormark has basically said that much, but... Uh, anybody outside of your mark this is the first time we've seen anything no surprise really um mm-hmm. but it's just more affirmation or confirmation um from someone else in the big 12 conference that hey this this league is aggressive they're trying to go get teams yeah and uh i think that
3: it'll be interesting well, it sounds think, like washington and oregon are helping you out i, I if <laughs> it's if those it rumors, like rumors are, are true absolutely
1: yeah. and and there's also rumors floating around that that a deal is getting pretty close to done of some of the Big 12 rights in the future going to NBC. Whatever that looks like. And if that is the case, again, that would be uh, probably some pretty good news and very aggressive Brett Yormark getting things done. We'll see. Lots of rumors, lots of speculation, but that August 1st deadline in the Pac-12 is... 10 days away 11 days away Hmm. tell us what you think i've got a tech football related question for the group get to that coming up in a little bit it's the morning drive on double t 97.3
0: getting you up and getting your sports day started this is the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 it's the morning drive on double t 97.3
1: and on television fox 34 news now he's jamie i'm choice Jeff McGuire across the way, and he brings us this day in sports history.
2: Nineteen twenty-one is where we will start, and it starts with the Indians and the Yankees hitting a record sixteen doubles in the game.
1: Twenty-one. Wow. This is. It doesn't say where this game was, but does it? Doesn't...
2: My guess is New York, just because it's Indians and Yankees, as opposed to Yankees and Indians. Okay.
1: And Yankees played at Yankee Stadium at that point. The only reason I'm asking is cuz I I was thinking of Polo Grounds and how many weird nooks and crannies that place has mm-hmm. so that makes sense for some for so many
3: doubles, but wow. Yeah. You can get plenty of doubles without nooks and crannies. Yes, you can.
2: Yeah, that, split the outfielders, or hit it over their head. True. 1945, Detroit Tigers and Philadelphia A's play a 24-inning one-to-one tie. Some good pitching. 1963, PGA Championship, Dallas Athletic Club. Jack Nicklaus wins his first of five PGA Championships by two shots over fellow American Dave Reagan. 1973, Hank Aaron hits... Philadelphia Phillies' Kent Brett's fastball for his 700th home run in Atlanta. Chuck Hines is going to be very upset he's not here today.
3: Everybody forgets about Ken Brett. Yeah. The other
1: Brett. The other Brett. Mm
2: -hmm. The better Brett. (laughs) The one that didn't lose his mind. Oh, yeah. Billy Martin was fired today in 1975 as the Texas Rangers manager. Mm. Also on this day in 1975, New York Met Felix Mellon hits four singles. You'd think that would be a pretty good day. However, the guy hidden behind him was named Joe Torrey, who hit into four double plays. Oh, way to go, Torrey. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Not for him, but an awesome stat. That's rough. Four double plays right after the four
3: singles. <laughs> wow. Uh...
2: 1996, Wayne Gretzky signs a two-year deal with the New York Rangers. And in two, uh, sorry, 2002, with a record six races remaining, German Ferrari driver Michael Schumacher clinches his fifth F1 World Drivers' Championship with a victory in the French Grand Prix. And an event that we do not talk about a whole lot around here. 2013, the 100th Tour de France. Won by Chris Frome from Great Britain. It is National Creme Brulee Day and National Junk Food Day. I think we can all get behind both of those.
3: Uh definitely the junk food.
2: Oh, I'm a huge Creme Brulee fan. Mm-hmm. It's just burned sugar, Really? No, it's not. It's, no, I'm thinking of Bananas Foster. I'm thinking of Bananas Foster. complicated dish. No,
1: no, it does. You do crisp the sugar up top. But it gives you a reason to have a fire gun in your kitchen. Yes. Which is
2: fun. Okay. Happy birthday to DeAndre Jordan, who turns 34. John Lovitz is 65. David Carr, 43. And CeCe <laughs> Sabathia is 42 today. You got a smile on your face there, choice. This is David Carr. I haven't thought of that name in a long time. And on this, yesterday we talked about uh, landing on the moon in 1969. Another NASA milestone came up today in 2011. NASA's space shuttle program completes its final and 135th mission when Shuttle Atlantis lands safely at Kennedy Space Center in Florida. During the program's 30-year history, its five orbiters, Columbia, Challenger, Discovery, Atlantis, and Endeavour, carried more than 350 people into space and flew more than 500 million miles Shuttle crews conducted important research, serviced the Hubble telescope, and helped construct the International Space Station. And tragically, had to not make it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the day in sports history.
1: You can join us with your thoughts. Yates exploring Center chat line. A few of those here. Uh, Yankees did play at Polo Grounds in 1921, someone says. There you go. Um, another one says, I think I read somewhere that early day fields had no outfield fence. That's gotta be like 1900 territory and before for no fence, but that that would turn into a lot of inside the park homers or sure, there's,
3: sure. there's no park. You don't have a wall to, <laughs> to bounce the in. ball back to the outfielder. Yeah.
1: Uh, Joe Torrey was never accused of being a speedster. Yeah. Someone says, so to your question of the day, why not? It's not the question of the day. I cannot... I'm not paying any royalties to Jamie Lynn, so it's just a question. Today. But mm-hmm. well, why not both? 2015, Jakeem Grant had over 1,000 yards receiving and DeAndre Washington over 1,000 rushing. All
3: right. Okay.
1: I like the, the optimism there. Yeah. Who's your best candidate rushing to have the 1,000 yards? You said... Taj. Yeah. Yep. You... I think you're sitting in a pretty good place at the running back position. While the numbers haven't been super high for leading rusher the last few years, Jimmy, you return your leading rusher from the last three seasons. Taj led you last year and Sir Roderick each of the previous two seasons. Mm-hmm. So the experience is obviously there. Um, it just comes down to... Can you open up the holes up front? Give these guys a crease enough to to let them go to work. And we saw some big plays last year that that allowed that, but um,
3: yeah. I mean, so much of what Zach Kately's offense is going to do is it's about the offensive line, right? Yep. I mean, it has been has a be. struggle of late, and so you need those guys to improve. I think that's one of the reasons why you saw uh coach mcguire go very heavy in the with some transfers literally heavy with some big guys along that offensive line that can come in and um improve right off the bat improve the offensive line right off the bat agreed yeah i mean it's that's the biggest area that you need to get better did you feel like you took
1: a step forward ever even if it was ever so slight last year offensive
3: line wise Maybe some games, but some games... It That's true. It was extremely
1: inconsistent. There were mm-hmm. games where it was like, oh, they played all right. You you did open up a few holes. You did protect the quarterback all right. Mm-hmm. But then, the, yeah, you're right. It seemed like any time you went up... Any, any average level competition, offensive line looked good last year. I think they were... But any time you had any sort of solid defensive line that you're going up against, the Baylors, the Oklahoma State's, That's when it it looked like, oh, don't look like they necessarily belong on the same field.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: A couple more. Clay says some Red Raider attorney should file a lawsuit against TCU alleging discrimination against Red Raider fans. Hey, you can sue for just about anything nowadays. (laughs) There might be grounds. Uh, Cameron says, Choice, why do all your coworkers seem to think you're a multimillionaire who does this radio thing just for the heck of it? I need the backstory. Because he is. This is all originated from Jeff Haxton. Yes. 100%. <laughs> Jeff came over to my house, which I I live in a nice house. I, and, and I'm glad to, lucky to live in a nice house. <laughs> mansion. But it is no Castle. mansion. I mean, it is, it is no mansion, nothing of the sort. But Hax came over one time for a fantasy football draft. Was that what it was? Super Bowl party something.
2: The butler kind
1: of gave it away. And then Hax just... Created every story possible from there. Just blew it up. Completely blew it up. So, now uh, it's Hacks' shtick that he's run with. Uh, Raiders dead. Big book it, mark it down, chisel it in stone. Trey Cleveland is going to have a breakout year and be the leading receiver for Tech in yards and touchdowns by a bunch. Okay. Be okay with that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I still expect Miles Price to have a good season. So if Cleveland has one, then that would be two. I'm not good at math, but I think I can add that up. Uh, this one towards Jamie. Venison pairs well with rat tails. It
3: probably does. What's yeah. it going to take to get you to bring back the rat tail? Um, well, first of all, for me being a single man, because Mrs. Lent would not allow uh, okay. it. Okay. She like I bring it up. Or it gets brought up <laughs> and it's extremely embarrassing to really? I can see the look on her face. Say, like, I can't believe I'm married to a guy that once had a rat tail. Say we get her on board,
2: which will never happen. It won't would happen. you
1: do it for a Texas Tech National Championship?
3: Well, sure, it would. Okay. Sure.
2: So, But again, she has to be on board first. Right. That's the yeah, hard part.
3: I'm not, I have no plans to be divorced. So everybody,
1: we have got to get Miss Lent on board.
3: Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. It won't
1: happen. We don't want your divorce, but we do want a national championship and equally a Jamie Lent rat tail. It's the morning drive on Double T97.3.
0: Getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the morning drive podcast from Double T97.3.
3: All right, Choice, Jeffrey, and our fine listening audience. Mm-hmm. What's the proper name for Choice? Choicington, choicely. He's, now you've been hanging out with Clint too much. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I can tell that, that there's some Clint rubbing off on you. Well, I
3: went with Jeffrey. It just the
1: Choicington is definitely a Clint type okay. of thing. It does uh, have a little Clint feel to it? Chwa is actually it. Chwa, okay. saying it in French.
3: Chois. Okay.
1: Ahead, I've, had, I've had, I got that one a few times in uh, in school with substitute teachers.
3: Okay. Alright, today's question of the day, I think if I asked you this question a week ago, your answer would have been different. Okay. And so, I think if a week ago I had asked you the question, what football game matters to you the most? If you could win one, which one are you the most passionate about winning? And I think mm. that all three of us, and 98% of the Texas Tech football fan base, would have said Texas. So my question to you now is has that changed? That's is a good that's a really good game question. Game that means more than others now that maybe didn't as much then.
1: Yeah, I'd say it changed. I I want this Texas win, Jamie, because it it would feel good to you know, give them a little kick in the in the butt on the way out the door. Assuming this is the last game, who knows? But it could be the last game. And it is likely the last game that you play them as a conference opponent at home. Mm-hmm. This is a really tough one for me because I feel like right now it's it's about equal. It's neck and neck. But this TCU game has a similar feel to the one in Austin in basketball last year where they're just trying so hard to keep you out of there. I'm going to say no. It hasn't changed. You re- I really had to ponder it. I would still put it at Texas because I want to win that game at home. That You've lacked home wins, big home wins a lot in the last decade or so. And I, I want to send Texas out with a hurrah. We're going to still be able to, to uh, poke fun at and beat up on the Horned Frogs in future years but I want
3: this. So you don't want them to have a mic drop and just walk out feeling like, ah, we got the last laugh.
1: <sighs> them or <laughs> tech to be able to say that. I guess uh, either. All right, Jeff. Oh man, that's a tough one.
2: There's a new number three. We'll put it that way. Uh, and it Ooh. has a potential to keep climbing. Uh, I st- beating Texas in anything. I don't care what the sport is. It's still number one. Uh, wings. I want to beat Texas. Uh, Kansas state is my number two and has nothing to do with the guy that normally sits in that chair. It's because you have shot yourself in the foot so many times in that game. You owe them a a loss. It is time for them to wear one from you. And you have been close on a couple of occasions and haven't been able to pull it off. But if you'd asked me who three was before, I'd have said Oklahoma for the, for some of the same reasons for Texas. It's TCU and a solid number three and they're climbing.
3: Wow. I'm really surprised. Are you? I'm really surprised. I don't know. Um, if you
1: ask me this in maybe five minutes from now, I
3: might change my answer again. I think it's that I, close for me. I will tell you my answer has not changed. Okay? Okay. And, but... It was already. It was already TCU. Okay. Okay? My hatred for and, and desire and passion to beat a school is stronger for TCU and Baylor than it is for Texas. Because I guess I just... It's maybe a defeatist attitude a little bit on my part. But it's just Texas and Oklahoma are here. And we don't, if Texas wants a recruit that we want, more times than not, Texas is going to get it. And I just have come to accept that. And I say, you're in a different, you're kind of in a different realm. And Baylor and TCU and Oklahoma State, we're more equals. Okay? We're more equals. And those are the teams that I want to, you know, it's really stung over the years to see Oklahoma State rise above you in football or Baylor, what they've done in basketball. Or, I mean, obviously in baseball, it's such a strong rivalry with Texas Tech and TCU. So, you know, I I hate Oklahoma State as much as I, I, I hate Baylor and TCU. But I just feel like, TCU is the, the school that I – when you put together rivalry, when you put together competing against them for recruiting, and you put together arrogance in the fan base that I cannot stand, um, I mean, really could say a lot of those same things about Baylor and Oklahoma State too, well, but I don't know. It's just different for me. So uh, heading into the season, it would have been TCU for me. And it's multiplied that it's TCU now. Maybe it was neck and neck with TCU and Baylor. It's way more TCU now.
1: You know, I I get what you're saying on a lot of that. And to back you up on the TCU, there's a reason that they've kind of earned a a moniker as the Purple Aggies. The arrogance and stuff that comes with that. The, yeah, the with, that
3: they haven't necessarily backed without, up. Yeah, without coming through. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, the Aggies didn't back it up when they were in the Big Twelve. Yeah. So well, I mean, exactly. They're, they're, they're Purple Aggies. But I, I get all that you're saying that you're on a different level than Texas but there's so many little things that just factor into that and, for and, me over the last few years and and part of it is the I mean the the last loss you had at home to them sure I mean sure. It, it just And the truth of the matter sucked. is
3: if we're not talking about football you're not on a lower level No basketball you're not. and baseball you're, you're not on a lower level than the Longhorns You're there with them Football you have been Which is sad because it's not as if the Longhorns have been great. No,
1: and that's the other part that sucks is everybody else has got to beat up on the Longhorns in the league. Shoot, Kansas has two wins over the Longhorns in the last five years, which we're all okay with. Only time we root for the Jayhawks. But I just, I don't know. There's something about sending Texas out, speaking of arrogance and, and all of that, something about sending them out with a loss that would be very tasty this year. I would just really eat up. All that being said, I don't know the more this t c u thing <laughs> continues to build mm-hmm. i would I would enjoy so much a win over there them, but you've won in that stadium a bunch, sure, that's been a stadium. Tech has had a lot of success, unfortunately, I think the the road team has won that series mm-hmm. more
3: often than not. well, you and didn't it, win the last time you went there. I'm already forgetting the huh? last. But you did kick a field goal on, or attempt to kick a field goal on second down. Oh, crap! I already forgot that. Wasn't that the last time? Yeah, you were there? you're
1: right. And, that, and last time they were here, couldn't stop one guy the entire time. Oh man, they they ran all over you, and that was a crappy TCU team. Yep. Yep. Exactly.
3: So, um, I, so, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm TCU is at the top of my list. Okay. If you today said it. to me, "I'll give you wins over TCU and you can pick Baylor or Oklahoma State, and you accept the losses against Texas and Oklahoma, both are at home," I would take that. Give me wins. Yeah, yeah I over think I would too. probably and Bears. I,
1: I don't know. I I had a former co-host, Jamie, that said a lot of stupid stuff. The smartest thing he ever said was that the reason you're you have diminished so much in football was you're not winning your bleeping home games and that i guess the baylor ones at home this year yeah i'll, I'll take the one over baylor you got to win some home games it's it's where you endear the fan base the most is getting to be there in person and experience that mm-hmm. so now The TCU one, to your point, uh, well, that could be a
3: home game for a lot of Red Raider fans in
1: the Metroplex. Mm -hmm. You're going to have potential for a lot of people to get to
3: experience that in person. It's like I said to you earlier off the air, I'm having so much fun with what our fan base is doing on social media, Mm -hmm. all the momentum we have right now. I mean, we're all sitting back laughing at how dumb the TCU AD looks and their recruiting coordinator looks. If we lose the football game, stop laughing. Yep, they get the last laugh. But I mean, we're we're kind of writing a check that the football team needs to they gotta you know, pay it. for. Yeah, they yep. do. Yep. But you
1: know what? This is very similar to what went on during basketball season with the Longhorns. Very sure. similar. Sure. And you backed it up there.
3: Yeah. So all another reason, in my opinion, <laughs> we got to win that game. Okay. That game means the most.
1: You might have sold me on it. Mm-hmm. Just maybe. Lots of your thoughts on the chat line reacting to that we'll get to some of those on the other side of the boom 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 which is next on double t973
0: big plays and even bigger laps this is the morning drive podcast from double t973 it's
1: time for the boom 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 whole lot of your, your reaction on uh, Jamie's question of the day we'll get to some of that in about 15 minutes or so. But, uh, Jamie, start us off with some
3: headlines, please. All right, Choice Baseball is back. Woo! It was only gone for one day, but it's back. Second half of the season, quote-unquote, second half starts <laughs> as the Rangers get going.
1: You have to do the quote-unquote second half. That's well, because like, they're more than halfway through. Right? I know, but that's like Chuck getting mad Not over halfway through the, the game We're halfway through this one.
3: <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. They are at uh, what ninety games played. Okay, there's only 162 in the season, so you know what?
1: You're right. It is well over the second half. Yeah. Second portion of the season.
3: Rangers will play one game today in Florida against the Marlins. You can hear the game here on Double T ninety-seven three eleven thirty pregame start time. Jonathan Gray on the bump for Texas. He comes in with a six and four mark and a three seven one ERA. But it's not a full series there. This is part of the makeup for the beginning of the year. They'll hit the road and play in Oakland. That's a tough stretch, right? Yes, it is. I mean, gosh. Uh, They'll play in Oakland starting a series tomorrow night. That's
1: ridiculous. But that's why they're playing so early. Yeah,
3: Yeah, exactly. One game in Florida uh, today. So, again, first pitch just after 12 o'clock on Double T 97.3. Astros are also in action with another funky schedule. They'll play a doubleheader today against the Yankees. You remember a couple weeks ago, New York came to town on a Thursday and played one game against mm-hmm. the Astros and then headed out. Well, they'll play two in Houston today, and you can hear both games on 100.7. The score, first pitch for game number one, is just after 12 o'clock.
1: Some good news out of the association for a former Red Raider. Mac McClung has signed a new one-year deal with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, McClung, details on the deal not officially released yet, but McClung shined in the Warriors Summer League games. In five games, he averaged 13.4 points, 3.6 rebounds, and 4.8 assists while shooting 45.6% from the floor. And, Jamie, I wish he would have done this here, 50% from three-point land during the Summer League games for the Warriors. Okay. Would have would have taken that. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just needed to back up because they 'cause got a lot further. Three-point line. Yeah. yeah. So uh, McClung going to get to play with the Warriors at least some this coming season.
3: San Francisco 49ers have given Jimmy Garoppolo's agent permission to seek a trade involving the veteran quarterback. Garoppolo is recovering from off-season surgery in his throwing shoulder. But he has been cleared to start practicing as the Niners prepare for the start of training camp next week. Niners are still expected to exercise caution this summer with Garoppolo, who underwent the surgery in March. You would also think, Choice, that probably his trade value not as high mm-hmm. knowing he's coming off of surgery. Yeah, definitely have to think that. Uh,
1: the Air Raiders will get underway tomorrow, Jamie, as the... Uh the team took off yesterday for Wichita. Spoke with the media a little bit. Was uh, interesting to to see some of those guys. But uh, Justin Gray, Zach Smith, uh, among some of those, Zaire Smith, Matt Mooney, Tariq Owens. A lot of these guys that played around the same time as each other but didn't cross over. Uh, those will be some representing the Texas Tech alumni team in TBT, the basketball tournament. Uh, TBT's already been underway in several of the regional host sites. Wichita one will get underway tomorrow. Texas Tech's tip time will be at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And for anybody that wants to watch, that will be available on ESPN+.
3: Plus. Okay. Major League Baseball, Baseball's Midsummer Classic remains the most watched all-star game in major professional sports. However, it drew record lows in viewership for the fifth time since 2015 on Tuesday night. Tuesday night's game from L.A. averaged 7.51 million viewers on Fox, according to Nielsen. That's a decline of just under 10% from last year's contest in Colorado. Uh, Game was the most watched program on television Tuesday night and outdrew the three other major All-Star games that were played in February. Wow. Yeah, but still declining. 10%. Yeah. That's a big drop on That's a big drop Actually, 97 but almost 10% one yeah. year. That's huge. What was so dramatic about last season? I don't remember.
1: I don't know. I, I would have thought I like Albert Pujols one had being in hype. this. Yeah, with yeah. Albert. I watched this year, but I don't remember watching last year. I, I watched some this year. I don't know. I don't know what would have been the difference um, this time around. Uh, One more for you, Jamie. Texas Tech, <laughs> this is a weird one, has been selected as the NCAA cross-country regional host site. All right. Nope, I shouldn't say site. Just host because the 2022 Mountain Regional will be held in Albuquerque, but Texas Tech will be the host five hours away. <laughs> okay. Weird, but... Oh, check that out. Check that. It is... I misread it. Tech will be the host in 2023. The 2022 Mountain Regional will be in Albuquerque this year. It will be here in Lubbock at Chaparral Ridge. Cross-country course. Okay. okay. I, I was confused on that. I'm like, why is it in Albuquerque? But it's 2023 that Tech has been selected. As the host site uh, has never hosted before.
2: Way to go, Coach Murray.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is the boom, boom, boom. You can uh, continue to chime in. Yates flooring center chat line. All right, uh, you ready for a third correction? <laughs> Fake news. Go ahead and just play it. Fake news. 25 is the host site. Tech will host the, the uh, Big 12 Championships for the first time in 23. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hey, what? And I didn't think Chuck was coming back till my not day. always but accurate.
1: Him... <laughs> I can just leave it at that, right? Not yeah. always accurate. Not, not always
2: I fair. I think it's
3: not usually accurate.
2: Not it's ever no, accurate. No, it's not. No, not it's yeah, not, not always money. accurate. Yeah. Not always fair. Not always accurate. We just try, try to be. Accurate. I mean,
1: I almost got the Golden Sombrero all in one headline there. That, was, that was pretty.
3: That was pretty poor effort. Oh, I mean, that was. The I mean, golden sombrero, and on strike three, it was a breaking ball that came inside. You swung and missed. And then it hit. And then it hit you it hit in the family jewels. Oh,
1: gosh. That was pretty poor. Yeah, Should have just avoided that one altogether. That's so what I get for trying to read through stuff really fast. 25 will be the date that Tech hosts the NCAAs. 23 will be the Big 12 at Chaparral Ridge. All right, continue to uh, hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Lots reacting. Jamie, your question of the day was a really good one. I think uh, thought provoking and more like more uh, heart provoking. Mm-hmm. Like, where's your heart at? Where who do you want to beat more? If you could choose
3: one. After all that's gone down this week, yeah. Again, I feel like 99% of the Red Raider fan base a week ago would have said, "Of the one that's the most important for me to win for the Red Raiders to win this year is against the Longhorns." But I wondered oh. if that's changed with all that's gone down with TCU this week.
1: If and I'm telling you, just and this is all just personal love to be at, at home at the home stadium for wins. If if the Longhorn game was in Austin this year, it would definitely. My answer would definitely be bit different.
3: Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. I I, I think your point about uh, the importance of being able to win games at home and to keep the fan base fired up and all that is right. important too.
1: The fun experiences at home do they do matter? Um, but someone says on the chat line, beating TCU is great, but nothing compares to routing the horns at at the Jones. Um. This one says, "Always." Has that
3: ever happened? Have we routed the horns at the Jones? What was the score? I'm sure it's happened. I
1: think Rodney Allison did it once. Okay, we'll go with that. All right. So that was when. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm trying to think. The it was 42-38 with Cliff Kingsbury. Something like that. That's not a route. No, no. I'm trying to think of. Yeah, I don't...
3: Anytime you want at home, it feels like it's been tight. You were routing them till about the three-minute mark <laughs> two years ago. God. No, and that wasn't really a route either.
1: You were up 15 points in the final three minutes? Yeah, I'm well aware. Thanks, <sighs> Choice. That's part of the reason I want that revenge. Yeah, I got it. Someone says, Cumbie and the Frogs also put up 80 billion points in Fort Worth. I was in attendance for that one. That one sucked. 82 all right more reason to hate the frogs there mm. Mm. plenty more of your reaction we'll get some of that it is the morning drive continuing next on double
0: t97 three yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day this is the morning drive podcast from double t97 three in for chuck today
1: don't worry all you uh chucksters on the chat line chuck bites i
0: think what they are
1: uh he will be back before you know it
2: chuck's handshaking crew I
1: think that work. would be the
2: appropriate way that's to right. describe them
1: that's right uh plenty building up on the AIDS flooring center chat line to uh jamie's question of the day however jamie was making fun of me earlier <clears throat> for uh my my garb that i'm wearing nike adidas and under armor all together Someone texted me personally. Dustin said, uh, you did the trifecta there. Like the <laughs> Aggie. The trifecta. Jamie's going to arrest you. Couldn't find your British Knight socks to go with this fit <laughs> British choice. British Knight. That was a little before my time. Yeah, I got
3: a Puma hat to slap on. British with Knight it.
1: along with my uh, members only jacket. <laughs> How about
3: some... <laughs> no, you got to get the starter That's jacket. swiss wristband.
2: K-Swiss.
1: Stick? Oh my goodness! I'm
3: rocking some K Swiss tennis shoes right now. Are you really? Yeah.
1: Like your tennis tennis shoes, or yeah,
3: yeah.
1: I didn't know that K Swiss was still around.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Okay. Under Armour doesn't make tennis shoes, so yeah. I, I just figured I kind of move around Adidas. and see what I I like. So there is a time where I'm wearing Under Armour shorts, and oh man, um, what yeah. a hypocrite! Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't have the option, so. Okay. Uh. Well, anyway, this.
1: There was a story about being brand loyal that (laughs) came up. I'm like, the guy to my right. He has nothing to do
3: with me. No
1: one in the world more brand loyal. Uh, There was a survey actually came out. Asking people what they would do or what they would give up in exchange for a lifetime supply of their favorite brands. So what they would do. 40% of people said they'd give up social media for a month. (laughs) I have a a lifetime
3: (laughs) supply of under. Armor, I'll give it up forever. Done.
1: (laughs) Done. Yeah. Uh, 39% would agree to do household chores for a year for their uh, entire one. Lifetime supply. Would you do all the household chores for a year? All of them? I don't know. It doesn't get specific
3: there. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yes, I would. Because I I don't want to torture
3: my family. Yeah.
2: Like if I had to do all the, the cooking, laundry or the no, cooking? No, oh. I could do the laundry, that's fine. Okay.
3: Yeah, and I don't hate doing laundry, but the cook if I had to do all the cooking, I mean my family would suffer. I'm just not good cook.
1: Uh 36% Jamie said they would go as far as run a marathon for a lifetime supply of their favorite brand. That, I, I may don't. walk 3 quarters of it, but Yeah, if that's allowed then I take I, like 10 I hours. could walk a good chunk of the marathon. <laughs> yeah. 33% said they would shave off all their hair. Would you do it one time? Go completely bald for your lifetime supply of Under Armour? I think I would. Yeah. Yeah. You got a pretty good tan going on right now. I, would,
3: I think it would be pretty bald. Yeah. <laughs> you have such a, a weird tan line. <laughs> Again, only if, if Mrs. Alent would approve, right? Yeah. So I don't want to get divorced. over Of course, it. Of course. She, she would it. approve because she, she know knows how much apply. money it would, money save, you would save us. On the, yes, on the she would one hundred percent approve.
1: And then thirty-three percent also said they would break up with, or leave their spouse. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no,
2: that, that's good. I wouldn't do that.
1: 30, one third of people said they would do that.
2: I mean, a haircut without hesitation. I already do all my own chores around the apartment. Yeah, it's just me. So yeah. Um. What was the, the third one or the first one?
1: The first one was give up social media for a month. It <laughs> yeah. shows you, look,
2: everything else we're talking about, like a
1: year or uh-huh. something like that. Can you one do month. that,
3: Jeff? Sure. I could do that.
2: You
1: know, if I didn't get in trouble with the job for not taking care of other social media. But
2: I I definitely... Keep off personal? Like, yeah, work aside. I,
1: we've got to was just. No, even if if worked i I could just delete it for a month. be easy i i' say it'd be easy. There's a habit too of of going and checking for things well, that would be different, our, but yeah, our job if you just delete the apps, calls
3: for us to right try to be on top of things a little bit a little bit, yeah,
1: I don't know sometimes you can just you know read the same headline wrong mm-hmm. three different times. do we think so on top um, of things?
3: Chris Level or Jeff Haxton could pull this off? 100% no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who would have more trouble okay, of, hang, out of those we've two? We've got to figure out what the brand would be. Because I think if it was the right brand, I think both of them could. I don't think it would be Under Armour for Chris Level, though. No, no. Because he already has that. It, um, it doesn't even
1: say clothing. Like, this is just brand. Yeah, just in brand. General. Of what? I yeah. If
2: this is cars? <laughs> well,
1: maybe. A lifetime
3: supply. Well, what, is it, what is a lifetime supply that you oh, get one in a one every? That's not a lifetime supply.
2: That's not fair. A well, lifetime it doesn't supply. Say you have to give it up. If I'm, if I'm a lifetime a...
3: supply, is like every six or seven years you get a new car. Not
2: I would, I would also throw in like maintenance mm-hmm. stuff. Like you could take it to the sh- like for brakes, oil yeah, change, etc. Like, you know, yeah, I mean maintenance. A, a that lifetime would be part
3: of it. supply of your favorite fast food restaurant is different than a lifetime supply of couple cars. I mean, you go to the fast food restaurant more than, you know, let's say once every two weeks, but you don't get a new car
2: every two weeks. Have
1: you ever won a, not lifetime supply, but like a year supply to anything?
3: No, you have the Chick fil A. I
2: one, did right? the
1: Chick fil A one. Dressed up like a cow no, or something. It wasn't a, no, that's just for like one free meal. No, we did the uh, camping out one time Okay, at Chick fil A. Like when they they used to do this, when they had opened a new one, it was the first. Uh, hundred people or something. Hundred people, I think, and you'd have to kind of camp out there. That stay twenty four hours. Camp out for twenty four hours, we'd get a year supply, and the year supply was fifty two, one for every week. Free meals, and it was a full meal and all that. It wasn't just like a sandwich. But yeah, I I didn't get tired of it because you had to use them within a year too. They had an expiration. Mm -hmm. I didn't get tired of it in college. Had a lot of Chick fil A that year. I mean, a
2: life sure. supply of Mountain Dew for Jamie. Ooh. I'm not sure there's a lot that he wouldn't do for that. Never have well, to buy Under another Mountain one. I is the one you would go with
1: like oh, instead yeah. of Mountain Dew or. Sure. Would you North root for Bay's, the Aggies for a year?
3: Or ketchup? Hines? Um, would I root for the Aggies for a year?
2: Yeah, sure. Sure. See, that's, that's what brand loyalty can bring. Yeah. Jamie be, could root for the Aggies. Yeah. Okay.
1: What would you do for a lifetime supply of your your favorite? Also in this survey, brand relationships can be quite fickle, too. 54% of consumers said they would stop using a brand after just one bad experience.
0: Okay. Mm.
1: Which it said, much more common with millennials.
3: I'm pretty, I don't consider myself a millennial, and I definitely will quit restaurants.
1: After one it's bad not, experience. It's not no.
3: usually after one. It's it's, it's usually multiple. Sure. Yep.
2: Yeah. All makes sense. Yeah. Everybody's allowed to have a bad day. Uh,
3: You guys know the one that I don't visit, and it's every day Every time I go yeah. there. So, Raider's every, dad. Every time I used to go there.
1: Raider's dad says he's with me. Lifetime supply for cars is one a year. <laughs> I think you trade out one every year. Yeah, that would make sense. No, Makes sense.
3: It's not. If it's a lifetime, that supply, is the most fat cat thing you've ever said. Not even close. If normal we're talking humans about don't, a lifetime, normal people supply. don't trade out a car every year.
1: I know people that do.
3: I'm sure you do. And I'm sure they're extremely I'm wealthy, sure but not guy, many people do.
1: I'm pretty sure there's a guy named Chris Need that has a new car every year. Do
2: you know how much that would cost him in license plates alone? Enough. Actually, yeah, quite a bit. For more from Lubbock
0: Sports Station, go to doublet973.com.